Soccer Weekly ESPN LA 710, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. I am Dave Denholm, your venerable host here for the next 60 minutes of football talk like nobody else is doing around not only Southern California, but around the United States and indeed the world of football. Hello and welcome to Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. You can hit me up. And follow along with the show and everything else that's going on in my soccer world at Talk Soccer on Twitter. Also on my YouTube channel, Talk Soccer. That is split up into two words there. So follow me there. Subscribe on my YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter as we continue the conversation, not only during these 60 minutes, but throughout the week on the beautiful game that we love. Not such a beautiful game through the first 45 minutes in the Gold Cup action. The United States... Nil. Martinique. Nil. That is a disgrace. Now, the United States really struggling to find the back of the net in this one. They had a couple of chances so far. We'll keep you updated on that match. It hasn't been pretty, though. That is, after all, Martinique. Not Montserrat, okay? If we were playing Montserrat, that would be a whole different animal. But uh, they're taking on Martinique, who actually... Martinique had a good win in their first game against Nicaragua. Yeah, it, it, it's that's exactly what's going on. The uh, United States apparently uh, listening to too much beat bo- Beach Boys in those first 45 minutes, not getting it done on the pitch thus far for Bruce Arena and the U.S. national team. Still plenty to talk about beyond that here on Soccer Weekly. Uh, my L.A. Galaxy are a mess, and that is a, unfortunately a familiar refrain here on Soccer Weekly so far this season. They are a mess. They are now out of the U.S. Open Cup, dumped by our arch and bitter rivals, the San Jose Earthquakes, on Monday in a game that uh, really didn't seem as close as the final score would indicate, losing 3-2 to San Jose. This team is just not good enough. They did sign a defender. They actually signed Pele, really, and that's the truth. Defender Pele van Anholt from the Netherlands. But yes, his first name is Pele. He probably pronounces it maybe a little different in Dutch, but I'm going to call him Pele and hope for the best with our new defender here for my LA Galaxy. Uh, Further reinforcements of this club, though, seemingly are necessary for sure. And the the transfer window is open, so we'll see if uh, my Galaxy pulls something off. But... So far, this kind of signing for Pelé van Anholt, the defender, kind of fits into their new philosophy, doesn't it? They're not talking about going to get more Gio Dos Santos's or Robbie Keane's necessarily. But it does reinforce this club attitude of going after maybe a guy who most of us have, don't really know or track, but they're kind of hustling after guys who are, let's, let's be realistic, cheap. Let's be honest. Because in the world of football, even Roman Alessandrini was cheap. Relatively. Great pickup. Joao Pedro was cheap. Not so great pickup. So for assessing it so far, this new philosophy, yeah, one hit, one miss. Alessandrini's been an A. Uh, Joao Pedro, if I'm grading him the way I grade my college students, C, C plus, tops. And that's actually him trending upwards of late. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, the number if you're tooling around town, you're stuck on the 405, I know who you are, 710, yeah, that's our favorite freeway here, but if you're stuck on the 710, 
Hit us up, 877-710-ESPN. Or you can follow me on Twitter and uh, continue the conversation there if you prefer at Talk Soccer. More hot topics to get to. It's not just about the Galaxy. It's about transfer window opening up all around. Of course, European transfer season. It's the silly season, as they call it. And they do that for a reason. There's so much activity going on and rumors and wars and and, uh, stories of rumors and transfers that may or may not happen. Battling over guys, bidding wars going on. Well, Cesar uh, tweeting in, I have a bone to pick with you about Arsenal. Remember me? Take my call. Well, 877-710-ESPN. I ain't ducking you, Cesar. I'm right here. I ain't scared. Hit me up on Twitter and then running away. Get on the phone. I got no problem with that. Look, some fo- some of the shows here don't take a lot of phone calls. Soccer Weekly, we do. We're, we're interactive because it's a once a week, get it off your chest kind of show. And I use it for that, too. That's what I use it for. We take a look at some of these transfers. Hamas is gone from Real Madrid, but only on a loan. He goes to Bayern Munich on a two-year loan. Hamas Rodriguez really could just never get going at Real Madrid. And he wasn't necessarily a big favorite of Zinedine Zidane's. But Hamas has the talent, doesn't he? Does anybody really think he's going to go to Bayern Munich and not succeed there? For the German champs. He's too good. I love this move for everybody involved. He wasn't going to get that kind of play at Real Madrid. Just wasn't really fitting there. That's fine. Doesn't mean he's not talented. He goes to a really an equally good club overall. Although Real Madrid certainly has had the better of the results. But Bayern Munich is a Champions League contender each and every season. And he's going to fit right in. I expect big things out of Hamas Rodriguez for Bayern Munich. So it works for Bayern, it works for Real Madrid, and it works for Hamas. Three for three. Other big moves include Romelu Lukaku going to Man United for a massive fee, somewhere around the $100 million range. What are your thoughts on this one? This one is one of those where you look at it and you believe you know what's going to happen, and then you start to wonder a bit. Some of you are probably like, oh, this isn't going to work. Lukaku's overrated. He's not worth the money. And then you're like, well, wait a minute, it's Jose Mourinho. And if anybody can get the most out of a guy, potentially, especially a guy like Romelu Lukaku, who's got so much talent, just he's like, a, he's, you just got to harness that talent for 90 minutes of perfection each and every week. Then it's, it's Mourinho who can do that. And then there's the other side where you're thinking, oh, he's going to come in and score 35. Man United's going to win the premiership with him. And then you're like, wait a minute. Is he really that good? Is he really worth 100 mil? And those are the questions that you have with a guy like Lukaku. It is not a guarantee. Either way, doesn't mean he's not a fantastic player. It just means it's not 100% with this guy. I'm not sold Whatever you try to sell me on Lukaku, I'm not buying. Doesn't mean he's not going to have a good year. I really project Man United to have a much better season overall. Yes, Lukaku's going to have to be a big part of that. No doubt. But is he the kind of guy that can take you to that next level and instead of uh, hovering around Europa League spots and Champions League possibilities, winning the Premiership, overtaking a team like Chelsea who's been magnificent under Antonio Conte? 
Lukaku's going to have to have a big year to do that. He's certainly capable. Danny Alves goes to PSG. I like this move. Alves was there at Juventus to try to make sure he got him as far as they could in the Champions League and then win it, and he couldn't quite get that done. Danny Alves got him as far as Danny Alves could, and Juventus had a lot of talent. But he wants to win. He knows he's wrapping up the Serie A title with Juventus every season, essentially. It's just almost a lock. Same thing at PSG, but I think this move helps PSG more than it hurts Juventus to let him go, actually. So it's probably a good move for Dani Alves. Wayne Rooney coming back to Everton. This is a huge move, and I love this one, too. I Really. We talked about it at the end with uh, last week on the show, but... Now that it's official, there's nothing wrong with this. This is a great move for everyone. He wasn't going to be Wayne Rooney of 25 years old at Man United anymore. So make the move back to your boyhood club and see if you can rekindle something. Find that magic again for a team that needs it. That's a great move for everybody involved. I love Wayne Rooney going back. I really do. That's it. and it, you know he's not going back when he's thirty-eight for a cup of coffee and just like a wave of the hand and hey everybody. I love that Rooney can still play. And a lot of people are saying, oh, he's done. The legs are gone. He can still contribute. Everton was not running away from anyone last season. They had a nice year, but they need scoring. They need some help up front. And he's the kind of guy who can deliver some uh, some magic at times. And he's the kind of guy that the young kids can learn from. Love the move. Wayne Rooney going back to Everton. What are your thoughts on that if you're a fan of the Premiership? And some of the other transfers that are going on we talked about here. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776 is the number to get involved. 877-710-3776. Line up the phone lines. At Talk Soccer on Twitter. If you want to follow me there and discuss it, we'll talk more Gold Cup. The United States in action against Martin Eek right now in the second half. Currently going on in the United States. Yeah. Still hasn't broken through. If only we were playing Montserrat. I'm Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly brought to you by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. Soccer Weekly on ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Dave Denholm and you hanging out, talking about the beautiful game and the world's game here on ESPN LA 710. Want to give you a quick update there. On the U.S. taking on Martinique in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Second half still going on. It's uh, relatively early in the second half and no score between the U.S. and Martinique. And that looks like it's just changed, actually. Omar Gonzalez. Oh, my. Former L.A. Galaxy. Current Pachuca. My man. Love it. Omar puts the uh, the U.S. on the board. Against Martinique. So finally, the United States scores against Martinique. Much like Tom Cruise did with Elizabeth Hugh in Cocktail. Hey, producer Mario. Yeah, I said it four times for crying out loud. Mario, uh, the fearless producers on the uh, control, whatever I'm supposed to say, Martinique. <laughs> he's I'm up watching there. replays of his goal. <laughs> exactly. He's up there watching replays of the goal like a kid on Christmas morning. And it looked like it got deflected, then uh, Omar Gonzalez was Omar on the spot there to put it in the back of the net. So the United States 
does grab that lead. Let's hope that extends. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, the number if you'd like to call in here on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. Also uh, taking your tweets at Talk Soccer. And we got one from Daryl who tweets in, any update on Ibrahimovic to be the face of LAFC? Nothing new, really. I mean, Ibra's still going through massive, you know, training or whatever, rehab, if you will, from the injury. So really not hearing much on that front. That's something that Mario and I have discussed on the show, and I've discussed it with you, the listener. I'm not so sure now with those injuries and his age that LAFC is the right place to take a chance on that. You just... And again, not to say that Ibra won't come back and be super tough, and and maybe they should then. Maybe this will actually improve the price they have to pay for him from the LAFC perspective. But, you know, if you're LAFC, you need somebody who's going to hit the ground running, pun intended, and be willing to score goals and buckets and ready and willing to you know carry the franchise. And if Ibra is not at it absolutely at 100% physically, then it's just not worth it in my estimation. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, though. Thank you for the uh, tweets. Again, at Talk Soccer. Hit me up on the phones, 877-710-ESPN. Let's head it right out to the phone lines. First up on this show, Sean is in Northridge. Welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm on ESPN LA 710. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I just want to say I love the Hamas signing. I think he might be able to put Bayern over the top to beat Real Madrid. I felt like they were missing another playmaker in that, that two legs that they are playing and then also, I just want to get your opinion on Rudiger signing with Chelsea. Yeah, I love Rudiger. I really do. You saw him in the uh, the Confederations Cup. I love what Rudiger's been doing over the last few years, building and growing as a player, Sean. Uh, he is going to be tough for Chelsea. And it's what they need. I think they need that kind of defender. He is going to fit right in with Antonio Conte's plans. It's a good, solid signing for a very, very young and talented player. Now, as per Hamas, and thank you for the phone call, Sean. appreciate that. Uh, Hamas does fit exactly what Sean's talking about. He is exactly what Bayern needs. Just a little more spark. And it sounds crazy because Bayern Munich runs through the Bundesliga teams like a hot knife through the USL. But... They need that in the Champions League. You don't go out and get Hamas on loan to win another Bundesliga title. You're going to win another Bundesliga title. You get Hamas Rodriguez to battle Real Madrid and Barcelona. That's who you go out and get Hamas Rodriguez, and that's why you get him and what he's going to bring to this team. A little bit more of that crystal clear offensive plan going forward against the elite, the absolute elite teams. Bayern Munich's not going to have any trouble beating Man City. They're not going to have any trouble running through Manchester United or Chelsea. Bayern Munich's going to have trouble with Real Madrid and Barcelona, and that's the kind of move you need to make. On loan, doesn't cost you a ton. There's a lot, you know, a lot less risk, very little risk, a lot of upside. I think it's brilliant. I really do. I agree completely, Sean. Thank you for the phone call. 877-710-ESPN at Talk Soccer on Twitter if you're following along. Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA 710. Let's go back to the phone lines. Will is in Santa Monica. Will, you're next up on Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Lacazette pickup for the Gunners, um, but I'm convinced that we still need to add another attacking option, even if we keep Alexis. And I was wondering if you think Thomas Lamar, who we've been linked with, is the kind of player that can really help particularly coming off the wing like he does. Oh, I love Thomas Lamar. I love Lacazette, too. I've been watching him for a few years now. And, you know, it sounds crazy. 
if you get Lamar for roughly the the rumored price, you're spending less than a hundred million pounds on both of those guys, right around there. But it's it's a little less than a hundred million pounds. I think that's great business too. Not not that that should be a big surprise for an Arsenal fan because they always do good business. I love both of those players. Uh, Lacazette, you know, it, to me, he's the kind of guy that transforms Arsenal on that next level again. He's the kind of guy you need to have success in Europe. And now they're going to, you know, they're in for a rough haul in the Europa League. This is not going to be easy. I know Man United won it. So Arsenal knows they can certainly, but they're going to need to win it. And uh, it is a tough it's a tough sledding through there. And Lacazette's the kind of guy that can help. Thomas Lamar is just he is going to be special in my estimation. I really I really do like him. If Arsenal can land him, whether they get him or not, he'll fit in at Arsenal. And I really think, uh, you know, Arsene Wenger is the kind of manager who can get a lot out of this kid because he is special. I re- And, again, I am no fan of Arsenal. Like, I don't hate Arsenal, but I'm no fan of Arsenal either. And yet I love the bit of business they're doing here with these kind of players. Lacazette especially, Thomas Lamar, maybe, you know, built to continue to grow and really be something three, four, five, a handful of years down the line too. But, yeah, good bit of business there. Good phone call. Thank you. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. The United States still doing battle with Martinique in the Gold Cup, this USB team. And that's all right. I like the fact the United States dragged along a B team to this tournament, see some new blood and some guys who maybe deserved another chance after a little while. I like it. And I like what Omar Gonzalez has done in the first couple of, like, match and a half here. He happened to get the goal in this match, too. United States leading 1-0. Martinique played very well against Nicaragua. Yeah. In that first one. They did. They played very well. Uh, thankfully, uh, Mario Rees, our producer, is performing just slightly better than Jossie's artist. But only slightly tonight with the uh, U.S. Martinique drops. Okay, better. Okay, now you're definitely playing better than Jossie's artist. But uh, good work. We appreciate that. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. You got Mexico coming off that nice win in their opener against El Salvador. Boy, the first 25 minutes of that match. Wow. Both teams got a goal within like the first 10 or 11 minutes, and then things were still just high-flying, and then Mexico kind of settled down, and El Salvador just didn't have enough. But those first 25 minutes of that match were fun, absolutely fun to watch, no doubt about it. If you're a Galaxy fan, and the Galaxy are signing Pelé van Anholt, needing a defender, what do you think this team is missing, though? What do they missing? What do they miss? What are they missing? That's good. Nice nice English there, Dave. What are they missing? Because they are missing something. And I've been trying to put my finger on it, and it hasn't been easy, but I, I, I really I know what it is. It's just almost harder to say and finally admit. And I have, you finally have to look at this team and admit it. These Galaxy kids are not worthy this is not a hey let's wait and see i've seen they're not worthy they're not good enough well but dave they're still young they're not young they're not soccer young soccer young is 16 17 maybe 18 years old not 22 not 23 that's not young that's not sports young anymore it's just not so don't sit here and tell me, well, I watched him. Ah, he's he's all right. He's a, he's going to grow. Into, he is what he is, Nathan Smith. 
the Villarreal brothers, they're all right. Not good enough. MLS has overtaken, on the whole, the Galaxy roster. That is scary. We are not good enough. And I say we because it is my LA Galaxy, just like it's yours. Doesn't mean I don't love them. Sometimes, you know, your mom or dad's got to give you some tough love. Well, Uncle Dave is here to tell the truth about my LA Galaxy. We are not good enough as a roster in Major League Soccer. And people who think, oh, MLS, a Galaxy should just dominate. No. Galaxy fans know better. MLS is getting better and better by the day. And rosters all over this ever-expanding league are somehow getting better and better by the day. Maybe except ours. And if you really look at it and you're telling the truth, it just might be the truth. And that is painful. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Hit me up on Twitter. Your thoughts on my LA Galaxy at TalkSoccer. But we continue the conversation with Dylan in L.A. Dylan, welcome to Soccer Weekly with Dave Denholm. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I was wondering, who would you prefer as a nine? Would you want Lukaku or Murata? Uh, I think there's more upside with Lukaku. The danger, the thing about Morata is he's so solid, right? You know, like you know what you're getting with Alvaro Morata. And it's a good performance, and it's a guy who can score goals, and it's a good teammate. He's not afraid to pass the football. You know, he's always looking to improve his team. And that's why I love Alvaro Morata. But Lukaku can be more special, potentially. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost, and it's not like a huge gamble. Lukaku's a fabulous player. He just has the dreaded more upside. I hate that cliche, but I really do think that's the truth. Murata's just, just good. He's just, you know what you're getting, and there's no shame in that. He is a fantastic player. Lukaku can be even better, and that's what you're doing. You're gambling on that. And I really think for Manchester United, heading back into the Champions League after winning Europa League, they need that. They need a Romelu Lukaku that just maybe he sparks enough to take them farther than a guy like Morata could. Thank you for the phone call, Dylan. It's a good question, and certainly you're not going wrong with either. Again, this is no slight on Alvaro Morata. He is a fantastic player. It's just that Romelu Lukaku could just have that extra something. And he certainly, it's not as though we haven't seen it from Lukaku. He's been a great player. He could take it to that next level still. And I really believe that. Now, again, that's he's still got to go out and do it. Like any great athlete. Look, LeBron James was the clear-cut number one coming out of high school in his year. He still had to go do it. Everybody says Lonzo Ball can pass the basketball. He's got to go do it. And not the summer league. Stop with that. He's got to go do it in the regular season. Right? So you still have to get Romelu Lukaku to that next level. Well, Jose Mourinho, that's why you make the big money, buddy. And that's why you call yourself the special one. And that's why you're supposed to be the best manager in the world. Go do it. Get that kind of talent to to play that way consistently in Romelu Lukaku. Great stuff flying in. Tweets are just hammering home. At Talk Soccer, appreciate that. Spread the word. Brian tweets in, I'm waiting for Talk Soccer to break some Galaxy news. He's due. Watch it be LAFC news. I wish I had some of either, Brian. I got nothing yet. And I'm not saying that it's not happening. I'm just not hearing about it. So that does concern me a little. 
that maybe, just maybe, it's going to be a little quieter transfer window than my LA Galaxy need. And don't tell me, don't sell me Pele, Van Anholt. <laughs> you want to sell me Pele, fine, but not Pele, Van Anholt. Which is fine, we need a defender, but you know what I'm saying. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Holy cow, I look up, and now it's what? The United States the United States Martinique game has blown up. We'll give you an update on that as well. Soccer Weekly, presented by Puente Hills Toyota on ESPN LA 710. <laughs> Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. Dave Denholm hanging out with you, presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. What in the world is happening in this U.S. Martinique game in the Gold Cup? The United States was up 1-0. We are celebrating that, the Omar Gonzalez goal. Then Jordan Morris, struggling forward for the Seattle Sounders, gets a goal in the 64th minute, and you're like, okay, cool. But we didn't see that. We're actually, I'm taking phone calls here on the show. Um, me and Mario are giving notes back and forth. We're just you know, performing a fantastic you know, sports talk radio show like you're supposed to. And we look up, and it's 2-1. Kevin Parsimon for Martinique in the 66th. Ugh. Unbelievable. I'm as frustrated as Bruce Arena looked on that replay. <laughs> Former Galaxy coach was not happy. We'll see how that goes with the B team for the United States. 877-710-ESPN. We're discussing transfers and some of the rumors that are flying and some of the the actual signings that have gone on. Hamas Rodriguez joining Bayern Munich on a two-year loan. Fantastic bit of business for both. Had an Arsenal fan call in about the possibility of Thomas Lamar and the signing of Alexander Lacazette. Lacazette is going to be, yeah, he's going to be all right in the premiership. I like what I've seen out of that guy for the last two, three seasons. He's a growing and good player. Thomas Lamar can be very special, though. He was a big part of that Monaco side. I know Kylian Mbappe gets all the credit for scoring the goals. And, hey, the kid's special. Thomas Lamar is the real deal. Leonardo Jardim got a lot out of that kid. And, really, he is growing. And I think Arsene Wenger is only going to do, you know, just be able to build on that. No question. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776, or hit me up on Twitter. Keep the conversation going there, at Talk Soccer. And uh, Adam tweets in, Dave Denholm loves LAFC. How dare you? Don't you dare start those rumors. Don't you dare. Galaxy till I die, baby. And that can mean only one thing. That means I hate LAFC. And they're stinking millennial Gorgeous hats. Fantastic. I hate their stupid scarves that look so good. And that stadium that I can walk to from my home. Oh, I hate them. Don't you dare. Paul is in West L.A. I'm so ticked I'm taking a phone call. Welcome, Paul, to Soccer Weekly. Hey, Dave, I wish I could get you on tick, but I got a, I got a kind of a question. I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I kind of like watching the sport. But the fact of the matter is I watch the U.S. national team, and quite frankly, they're just not very good. The talent level is so far below. We seem to be unable to develop talent. What's it going to take in this country for a 6'4 or under elite athlete like the Russell Westbrooks, the Chris Pauls of the world, to want to play soccer? My guess is they don't get the coaching. They don't get the exposure. There's no chance an elite athlete's going to want to develop in this country because you're running a one-man gang. No one can. We're just not very good. I mean, I like. I want us to be good. I like watching us, but I watch these other teams from around the world, and, and we're just 
talentless. All right, let's wait, wait. Let's work through this, Paul. You, you say we're talentless, and okay, I can I can uh, appreciate where you're coming from. There are some answers to your question. I'll get to, but Paul, you would admit that the United States has uh, gone to the you know we go to the World Cup virtually every time. Okay, we get there, Paul, and you you have to admit that virtually every group we're in is the group of death because we're in it, right? So there's a little bit there, and Paul, we've been pretty successful of getting out of the group and advancing into the knockout stages of the World Cup, right? So that means, realistically, Paul, we're a top 16 team in the in the world. Would you at least say that's close, if not? I mean, because we're getting out of the group in the World Cup virtually every time against teams that we're supposed to lose to in these groups. Remember, Portugal last World Cup still had Cristiano Ronaldo. Ghana is, was tough. And we played the world champion Germany to a 1-0 in our group and still got out of that group. So give me that, right? We're getting out of the group, Paul. That means we've got to be one of the top 15 to 20 nations in the world. 15 or 20 is, is very good, in, in my opinion. But I don't see us as wholly better than the team that, when we hosted the World Cup, that lost one nothing to Brazil. Okay, okay, no, I, I can understand. I don't think we're any better talent than we are. In 20 years, we don't seem to be any better off than the top 16 in the world. Well, let me share it to you this way. There were some fine players. And, Paul, thank you for the phone call. And keep listening. I appreciate that. As the game going nuts against Martinique, as the United States now leads 3-2. Yeah, Martinique actually tied it 2-2. And then while we were Paul and I were talking, Jordan Morris scored his second. The struggling forward for the Seattle Sounders looks to be breaking free a bit here against Martinique. And it's now 3-2 U.S. in the second half. What a game. What a ridiculous <gasps> game. Martinique is battling. Thank goodness we don't have to play Montserrat. So, no, let me get back to Paul. So, Paul admitted that I'm right about the U.S. being, you know, top 15, top 20, right? We get out of the group virtually every uh, World Cup. Not everyone, but you know what I'm saying. We're battling with these teams. Paul, let me speak to you directly about this. And I'm not, you know, I'm a guy who knows the answer of what you're trying to say. I'll get to that in a moment. Why does the United States not develop world, you know, the world-class type Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi players? But, Paul, mark it, mark it down. Hear me out. Nobody else is going to tell you this, Paul, but it's the truth. The United States can win the World Cup in 2018. Now stop laughing, Paul, and hear me out. Who have we not beat? We get out of our group consistently. We were in a very tough group last World Cup with said Ronaldo in that group. He didn't get out of the group. With Ghana in that group, they didn't get out of the group. Playing the eventual world champion Germany to a very nip-and-tuck 1-0. In a game we needed. Not a bad result. Brazil lost 7-1. So, Paul, we are better than you think. The problem with the United States, yes, we have to get better. No doubt. I'll get to that. We've got to start believing. And it is that simple in a lot of ways. We, because when you believe, you demand. And the problem with this country right now is we're not demanding enough out of the U.S. national team. It is not enough to get out of the group. We do that. It is not enough to play Germany tough. But we are doing that, and we are closer than you think. We can win the World Cup in 2018. And I've outlined this before. Costa Rica. They go to the last World Cup. And they're a whisker away from the semifinals. Now, you get to the semifinals, you can win, right? 
anybody can win if you get to the semis. Costa Rica. Three CONCACAF teams get to the uh, knockout stage. The region's getting better, and we're getting better. Why do we not develop the top, top-end players? Well, I'll tell you very frankly, we need to develop coaches in this country. We don't have the coaching up to the level of what we need to take those kids and turn them into Luka Modric. Look, no coach is responsible for Lionel Messi. Yes, you can make him better, but Messi was Messi. And I'm not saying that La Masia didn't have something to do with that. Don't, don't misread me. But you know what I'm saying. Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, they're at a different level. They're prodigies. Certainly coaching helps. But I'm talking about the guys who could have been good but became world class because of how they you know, were coached. The type of like Luka Modric type. And again, not to take anything away from Modric, you get my point. He's not at the Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi level, but he is world class. We need to develop those guys, and the only way to do that is with better coaching from top to bottom in the U.S. We need to stop worrying about importing Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and we need to start worrying about importing 50 to 100 to 1,000 great youth coaches. And I'm not talking about decent People rolling out the ball and can send your kids, Johnny and Billy, through cones. I'm talking about real youth coaching that can take them to the next level and then the next and the next and then beyond. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I'm sure there's still going to be another four goals in this U.S. Martinique game before it's over in the Gold Cup of the U.S. Currently leading 3-2 in an absolute thriller. I'm Dave Denholm. This is Soccer Weekly. You are listening to ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. Dave Denholm and you hanging out here on the home of world football. Presented by Puente Hills Toyota. Get your new 2017 Toyota Camry LE today at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. Once again, the United States battling with Martinique as they are just going toe-to-toe with the island nation. Thankfully, we're not playing St. Kitts and Nevis today, apparently. But the U.S. does lead Martinique late in that match, 3-2 to two in comeback. Oh, it is that it is that Montserrat mystique for the United States. They're, they are up 3-1. They're up 1-0, then up 2-0, and then 3-1. And Martinique got another goal through Kevin Parsimon, a guy who uh, was a trialist with the Seattle Sounders. Two goals for the U.S. from Seattle Sounder forward, Jordan Morris, who's been struggling. So hopefully he's kind of breaking out of that. Uh, speaking of uh, Seattle Sounders, we got to talk a little MLS and what's going on in Major League Soccer right now, get you updated. I'm going to go through and talk about some of these teams and just give you my assessment. We're essentially a little more than halfway through the season, the schedule, for most teams. Actually, more than halfway through for virtually every team. There's, I think there's one at right around the halfway point. And my LA Galaxy, ugh. Out of a playoff spot right now, sitting on uh, 22 points from 18 matches. One win at home from nine. We'll start with them. It is a, a not good situation. It's a mess. Can it be rectified? Yeah. They, they bring in the Van Anahold, the defender. That'll help. They've been leaking goals at times. 32 goals allowed in 18 matches. They've scored plenty, but they got to get healthy. That'll help. 
it's a long season. Five wins on the road help, but one one win from nine at home is just, you know, that's not going to cut it. That just demands, demands change. And so the Galaxy just have a lot of work to do. Let's go back over to the Eastern Conference in MLS. And my two favorites to win MLS Cup right now both reside in the East. Chicago Fire and Toronto FC. I believe Toronto FC is the best team in MLS. They've got everything. And they've got everything in abundance. They move the ball. The signing of Victor Vasquez and bringing him into the midfield has been a stroke of genius for TFC. He has been so good. And it's just opened up so much more for Josie Altidore and created space for Sebastian Javinko. There was a goal that Javinko scored recently where if you watch it and go, I highly recommend this. Look, MLSsoccer.com. If you don't believe in MLS, but you love the beautiful game, I strongly encourage you to just, you don't have to watch matches if, if you're so inclined. I, I, you think you should. Go watch highlights and breakdowns of these MLS games. And I'm not just talking the goals, but watch all the play and highlights. The MLSsoccer.com, I don't work for them, but they do a great job providing highlights. Highly recommended. But the goal that Sebastian Giovinco scored recently, he peeled off a defender, and you could see the run. You could see how he was basically sizing up the defender to create space, and it allowed TFC to break forward, and it just was a thing of beauty. And what he does with Altidore and he running off of each other, the runs that he makes, that's the stuff. You know, we had a caller earlier talking about what the U.S. needs to do to create these world-class players. We have got to create guys who can sense spacing better in this in this country. And taking up space, relinquishing space, making the runs that are necessary. Soccer, for all you f- coaches of young players, is all about geometry. Now, don't let that scare you, kid. I hated geometry in school, too, but that's all it's about. It's about angles and space. And Sebastian Javinko and Josie Altidore are brilliant working together. Victor Vasquez has helped. Michael Bradley's been playing well. TFC. Chicago Fire adds Bastian Schweinsteiger for, what, four-plus million a year? The German great. And people were like, well, this isn't going to work. Chicago's been, well, Velko Ponovich knows what he's doing. And it's not just Bastian Schweinsteiger, but, oh, has he been absolutely revolutionary for Chicago Fire. Those two are tied atop the uh, East, and they're running away with being the best teams, both with 11 wins Five draws and three ties, or three losses, I beg your pardon. Unbeaten at home is Chicago. Unbeaten at home is Toronto. Those two teams are a cut above with what Nemanja, the signing of Nemanja Nikolic, David Akam's playing well. I mean, Chicago is loaded offensively. And when you're loaded offensively like TFC and Chicago are, it alleviates the pressure on your defense, right? In MLS, it's all about building through offense. You got to spend that money wisely on offensive talent. And then you got to construct a defense. That is the Dave Denholm is going to be the general manager of the Galaxy someday recipe. I promise. Now, not trying to force Pete Vianis out of the GM. I hope he's there a long time and I hope we win every year. But it's inevitable. 
I'm eventually going to be the Galaxy general manager, and that is the plan. You spend your money wisely, offensively, big money on DPs and guys who can put the ball in the back of the net, and then you build a defense and construct it to help. My team is going to go out and outscore you 4-1. I'm not worried about 1-0, and I certainly don't want 0-0. But TFC and Chicago seem to be built to be willing to go forward and score. Team like Atlanta United, if you're not watching Atlanta United, you don't really love football. This is a first-year team under one of the great managers, Tata Martino, and he is doing a magnificent job. It's still a first-year team. There's some ups and downs, especially defensively, but they are good offensively, and when they're good, they're really good at times. And if you like offense and you're not watching Atlanta United in MLS, then you don't really Love the beautiful game. You don't really. Hate to break that to you. Guy in Chelsea jersey. Hate to break that to you. Girl driving on the uh, 605. Currently wrapping your Arsenal scarf around you three times because it's chilly in your air-conditioned car. If you're not watching Atlanta United, you're not a real football fan. Doesn't mean you got to fall in love with them. I'm no Atlanta United fan, but I love the beautiful game. And for a first-year team under Martino, the things they are doing, Miguel Almiron, Josef Martin, I mean, oh, man, great stuff. You should be watching. Big disappointment, Montreal Impact. What are you doing? I don't know. I mean, they've got a couple of games in hands on teams or in hand on teams based on the schedule, so they should be okay. But, man, they're slipping. I thought this team was going to be that so much better. They get Zamali and they bring him in, and he's looked very good at times. He's still trying to get the feel for his teammates, and he's going to be fantastic. But Zamali was a good signing. Montreal is not afraid to go spend. They'll be okay, but they're not playing well right now. And then there's like DC United at the bottom. Remember when DC United LA Galaxy was it? That was it in MLS. Now, this is going back for before many of you were actually born. But remember when DC United and LA Galaxy were MLS? Well, one of them still is around, hovering as one of the super clubs. And one of them is a tiny little club. It's just a tiny little club that's insignificant, unfortunately, in MLS. And that's DC United. A once proud franchise is in shambles. Hey, by the way, follow me on my... YouTube account at that's uh, talk soccer two words and I'll be I mean, putting up videos I'm also going to be discussing more of MLS teams and some of the things that are going on in this first half so we're going to you know give it a companion piece over there on my YouTube channel look it up talk soccer two words there you can follow me on Twitter at talk soccer but it is time for an abbreviated stoppage time Our time is it's stoppage time yeah, stoppage time Mario Reese right now I went a little nuts, Mario, so we're going to have to cut this one short. But No problem, no problem, man. So L.A. has been popping this week. We had the Mayweather-McGregor press conference here yesterday at Staples. We got the ESPYs going on right now as we speak. Yes. Manchester United's in town. Real Madrid is in town, both at the same time. But they've been butting their heads over L.A. facilities to where they're going to train and where they're going to stay at. 
Uh, these teams have been beefing over hotels like uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, the Beverly Wilshire, the Montage, or who's going to get the Beverly Hills Hilton, the hotel? Oh, it's been crazy. It is. That's awesome, Mario. Here, I got a simple solution for uh, these teams. Why don't we do like a program where you know how you send a high school team off to another country for a week and they stay with people's houses? Why don't we have some of the uh, Real Madrid and, and Man United players just stay with fans in or in and around L.A.? Oh man! What? Now I love it. I will offer up my couch right now. Yeah. For Cristiano Ronaldo to come crash, we can hang out. And you know what? What? Which? In fact. Who would you have on each team? Now, most would say Ronaldo, right? You'd want him to Ronaldo stay with Ronaldo for Real Madrid, Who for would sure. you have if Man United wanted to crash at your place? One Pog- guy. Pogba seems like a really cool guy to kick it with, so i definitely have him. See, you would kick it with Pogba. I was thinking Henrik Mkhitaryan because he seems like a dude who would just want to chill at home because I'm just too old to go out. <laughs> like, Pogba could get you in the clubs, right? Oh, yeah. You can go to anywhere You'd in Hollywood with Pogba. Yeah. I want to stay at home with Henrik and Netflix and chill. Like We could watch Club de Cuervos together and just yeah. kind of hang out. You know? Love it. Yeah, New that season be... coming soon. Season three coming I love soon. That. Club de Cuervos. Yeah, that sounds good. Mario and I are gonna actually going to be going. This is an abbreviated stoppage time, Mario. We're going to be going to that Man United game against the Galaxy at StubHub yeah. Center. Yeah, looking forward to that one. So that's going to do it for this edition of Soccer Weekly here on ESPN LA 710 presented by Puente Hills. Thanks so much to the great Mario Rees. Thanks so much to Jesse Lopez. Appreciate that. And uh, thank you to you uh, for all the interaction, not only on the phone lines but at Talk Soccer. Continue the conversation. This is Soccer Weekly on the home of world football here in Southern California, ESPN LA 710.